0: I like to express myself. Um, the stage gives me a chance to like be me unapologetically, like where some people would say like, oh, you're too like you're too overweight to be a dancer or you're too short to be a showgirl or, you know, you're, you're not an actor. Like this is a place where you can totally just be yourself and express yourself.
1: Welcome to episode nine of Syracuse Side Hustles, a podcast that is exactly what it sounds like. We set out to find people in the Syracuse area who are doing interesting things on the side, and oh, did we find them. I'm your host, Lizzie Goldsmith, and this episode, we're giving the microphone to Salt City Burlesque co-founder Talia Shenandoah, also known as Harlow Holiday.
0: My name is Talia Shenandoah. Monday through Friday, I work at a youth center for LGBTQ youth. That's based out of ACR Health, and my side hustle is I am the director, or also known as the head mistress, of Salt City Burlesque, a performance art troupe in Syracuse, New York. For the you know for the people that don't really know, they kind of just I do think they lump it together. It's like oh this is just performance art, and um, there are, there's also kind of this like misunderstanding or this misconception I should say that that burlesque is you know, simply stripping and that it's, you know, it's dirty and that it's like there's something, you know, wrong with it. And I mean, it's just, it depends. Like the opinion can be so different because yes, in a way it is, you know, it it is stripping for some because they are removing clothing, but there's like that artistic, um, that artistic piece behind it that you wouldn't maybe necessarily find if you went into a gentleman's club or a strip club per se. So there's like, There's a adrenaline rush and a release that comes with that. But also the producer side is like, you know, it's building like my business experience. And it's also um, made me great at networking and um, kind of becoming like a mama of burlesque in Syracuse.
1: And being the mama of burlesque in Syracuse comes with a lot of responsibility.
0: This year, I've kind of taken a backseat to performing. Um, and just kind of really just more so worn the producer hat. It takes months to plan a show, um, and usually what we do is we have weekly meetings with the troupe, and we kind of sit down and we brainstorm ideas. Um, Like, at the end of the day, like, I have the director role, but we operate, you know, as a group, so I really value their feedback. And we talk about, like, what the theme and what the show is going to be, and then we start to figure out, like, who could be great to cast. But from there it goes to, like... You know the graphics. I create all the graphics and um, do the printing, and we go out and like kind of try to plaster the city. We could probably get better at doing that, but um, just trying to get our flyers and our postcards out there to get people interested. Like probably hundreds of hours. Like a lot of admin. I'm constantly doing emails and um, collecting all the data. Like it takes a lot. When I say that I wish this was my full-time job, um, it's like that's the dream, but also not necessarily realistic I believe that Um, the way that I would see that being like my full-time job is if I had an establishment
1: Talia's work with Salt City Burlesque is a big part of her life but she's also passionate about her day job as a youth development specialist
0: part of my job is to help you know link these young people to whatever it is that they need. But then the other part, there, well, there are several parts really, I'm often in, you know, doing outreach in the community or doing um, education. So I provide cultural competency trainings to other agencies or social agencies, um, health providers, schools, Um, And then we also have our after-school programming, so being there for these youth when they get out of school and having someone to talk to or um, facilitating support groups, which we do on a weekly basis. Getting into the human service field, like you're being very vulnerable, like you're, you're putting yourself out there for all the world to see and judge, but you're also trying to help people who are going through similar feelings. Um, I don't I don't talk about my past a lot and I also don't talk about what I do a lot like there are some that know um, And I had I had worried that that you know being a burlesque performer was going to be an issue When I went into this line of work because I mean I do human services I don't really care what adults think about me But is it going to be a problem that I'm working with young people are people going to view me as not an ideal person or role model because of what I do. And when I got that job, uh, the director of the agency that I work for had said, no, I actually encourage you to like be open about it because there's courage and there's things there that like, there are skills there and things that could be learned and shared.
1: Talia's desire to help teens feel like they belong comes from her struggle with her own identity.
0: I am a mixed race person, but I'm like, my heart is Native, like I'm, I'm part Italian, I'm part Native American, and I was raised by na- my Native family. I identify as being Native American or Haudenosaunee, people of the longhouse, um, a Mohawk woman, but I have the experience of both living in, you know, with the culture and then also living like outside of it. But I don't look Native, so I've struggled with identity a lot through my life. And like mid-2000s, I got into a really bad car accident. So up until that point, Um, I wasn't necessarily, like, an abnormally-sized human. I used to have, like, self-esteem issues because my whole life I had been made to feel like I wasn't good enough. But I was still kind of like a normal-sized human being. So then I got into this car accident and I got hurt really badly because I was a passenger in a car that got hit by a tractor trailer. So uh, the car hit us, it T-boned us, and spun us around and put us in a ditch. And I was in the hospital for a while. I couldn't walk. It was just a lot of, like, physical trauma. At that time, I had just started my first um, relationship with another woman, and we had just moved in together. Um, And then one of my family members, like, unintentionally outed us when we were in the hospital. So that caused all kinds of problems because the house that we were renting was, like, owned by the woman I was with, her mother. So not only did she try to, you know, break up our relationship and, like, kick us out of the house, but she tried to get me kicked off of the reservation um, because I didn't have a status card. So there was, like, all of this, like, physical trauma that I was trying to overcome, and there was all of this emotional trauma.
1: It was during this time that Talia discovered the burlesque community. They supported her, despite her struggles, and allowed her to embrace who she is.
0: Like, when I started going to, like, burlesque festivals and you know, training with industry professionals was also right around the time that I started uh, changing the way that I dress. So I, for the most part, live like a pinup lifestyle. But when I decided that I wanted to change how I looked in a way to change how I felt, I noticed that it started to change how people would interact with me. I have, you know, a large body. I'm a small person with a large body, but a big personality. So if I take all of this like pearls and sparkle and I drape myself with it, like how will people view me? How, pe- how will people treat me? So that's what I did is I made that costume t- for a contest in the bar and I won. And I took that costume and I turned it into like a performance. So kind of seeing how people reacted to that is what pushed me to keep going. It's almost time, the curtains are gonna open or whatever it is, and I would start to feel panicky like my knees or my ankles would get weak, which this is going away now. I don't experience this very much anymore, but in the beginning, I'd be like shaking in my shoes. you know. Not everybody's gonna love my art or my figure, but a lot will appreciate what I'm trying to do. And I think that that's enough for me. And so, like, where I'm at now, it's still a struggle. Like, I know that there's going to be people that don't want to see me. Like, that I'm not their, um, their type, but, like, that's going to be the same for everyone. But I don't really care, you know, because I, I put a lot of work into what I want to present. And it's take it or leave it. But most of the time, people are like, they can at least respect it. So it kind of filled that void of, like, oh, this is everything that I love about art. It's music, it's dance, it's theater, it's, it's all the things.
1: And just as Talia felt instantly welcomed into the burlesque community, she wants Salt City Burlesque to give others that same warm welcome.
0: The burlesque world predominantly women and um, like Caucasian women. So a big part of my mission is to as best as possible bring in diversity, because we're entertaining, but we're creating a space, an accepting space And like, for that little while, people are just enjoying themselves. We are a burlesque family. We are truly a family in every sense that we really support each other um, when it comes to the shows and, you know, behind the scenes and even in life.
1: Salt City Burlesque usually hosts one show per month. The Halloween show will be held October 12th at Wonder Bar. Featuring the queen of burlesque herself Lulu La Duchess Derriere. Salt City Burlesque is also working on a POC production in collaboration with performers across the country. Follow the troupe on Facebook for event postings and more information on upcoming shows. You've been listening to Syracuse Side Hustles. I'm Lizzie Goldsmith. This episode was written and produced by Lauren Steckley, Marissa Rousseau, Randy Plovica, and Lizzie Goldsmith with additional help from Katie Itner and Dushawn Williams. Opening music was composed by Eric Sargent. To see some of Talia Shenandoah's burlesque performances, or to find out how she makes her own costumes, visit SyracuseSideHustles.com.